You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. episode of the let's talk football podcast i'm your host billy powell and today we are back giving you a quick 10 minute run through of all the biggest talking points throughout the week and with it being an fa cup midweek there's not been a great deal of news so i'll try my best for you anyways getting into the episode and firstly we'll start off with a topic that really does need to be addressed the Premier League, FA, EFL, WSL, the Women's Championship, PFA, LMA, PGMOL and Kick It Out have all signed and written an open letter to the CEOs of both Twitter and Facebook to stop and add protection against the power of their platforms to help prevent and stop the vile racist abuse towards players, managers and humans as a whole. We're in the year 2021. Racism, homophobia and any other kind of discrimination should not be allowed. And at the minute, under the current policies of these kinds of social media platforms and with the reach that they have, it is being allowed. Hopefully Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg, the founder, chairman and CEO of Facebook can come together and tackle the problem of racism because enough is enough. It can't continue. Please do the right thing. Moving on, I'll now be going through all the results from this FA Cup fifth round nice and quickly. So, and we'll leave the standout one to the end. So, getting into it, Championship side Bournemouth beat Burnley 2-0 in one of the shocks of the week. Man United very narrowly beat West Ham 1-0. Man City scored three past Swansea as they progressed into the quarters. Leicester beat Brighton with Ian Acho's 94th minute winner being what separated what was separating the side, sorry. Billy Sharp scored to send Sheffield United through as they beat Bristol City. Chelsea beat Barnsley 1-0. Southampton scored two to knock out Wolves. And the big one, finally, the nine-goal thriller. Everton took on Spurs. And to say that that this was a crazy game is an understatement, really. 
Davinson Sanchez got his head onto a ball in from Son off of a corner just three minutes into the game. And then 10 minutes before half-time, Calvert-Lewin got an equaliser for the Toppies. Just two minutes later after the first, Everton got a second, this time through Richarlison. Two then became three on 42 minutes when Calvert-Lewin was brought down in the box and Sigurdsson placed the penalty home. Just when you think that's all for the first half, seconds before the whistle was about to be blown, Eric Lamella got a goal back for Spurs, meaning the score was 3-2 going into the break. Davinson Sanchez was again the first scorer of the half when he was able to tap in a corner from Alderweireld's flicked-on header, levelling the tie for Spurs. But Everton saw themselves ahead yet again, and it was Richarlison who got his second of the game with a great finish from a tight angle. And then none other than Harry Kane in the 83rd minute, levelling the tie yet again and sending it into extra time. And well, you guessed it, there was, of course, more goals. But just the one though, and it was Everton that got it and sent themselves through to the FA Cup quarterfinals. It's not all fun and games though, unfortunately, for the Toffees. Top goal scorer Dominic Calvert-Lewin did go off with a tweaked hamstring just before the hour mark which is, of course, awful news for Everton. And it's not yet been confirmed how long he'll be out for, but tweaking a hammy, I mean, it can either be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, or even longer, you know? It all depends on the severity of it, and I am, of course, wishing Calvert-Lewin the quickest of recoveries. Sticking with injuries, though, and Everton aren't the only ones going into this weekend's fixtures with big players missing. Newcastle. After last weekend's massive win against Southampton, it really looks like they're about to suffer with some of the plays that they've got out. And typically, it's just after they manage to bring St. Maximin back. Javi Mankio, Fabian Scher and Callum Wilson have all picked up long-term injuries in that game against Southampton. And it's been confirmed by Steve Bruce himself that both Callum Wilson, their top goalscorer with eight goals so far this season will be out for around six to eight weeks. And as we all know, Newcastle don't exactly have the best strikers after Wilson, do they really? Miguel Almiron is their next highest scorer with four goals this season. And two of which, of course, did come against Southampton in that game last week. Their next highest scorer is Jeff Hendrick, a central midfielder who's out for that trip to trip to Chelsea on Monday, sorry. And after that, Newcastle have got eight players, all on one goal each. How will they adapt to having Wilson out for eight weeks? They won't. Um, they'll just stick whoever up top, whether it's Joe Linton, Andy Carroll, Dwight Gale, whoever it is. Um, they'll just stick them up top and just hope and pray that they're able to nick a goal and hold on for the points. Um one worry I would have if I was a Newcastle fan is how fast could Fulham catch them up? The gap between the two sides is eight points at the minute. Fulham have Everton, Burnley, Sheffield United and Palace up next. And if Fulham play the way that we know that they can every now and then, that gap of eight points could be very quickly caught up. And it just shows how important that win against Southampton was last week. If Southampton did manage to get an equaliser late on in that game, like they came oh so close to doing several times, then that eight-point gap is now down to a six-point gap, you know? And then all of a sudden, it looks a lot more daunting for Newcastle. 
Newcastle's next three opponents are Chelsea, as I just mentioned, Man United, Wolves, and then they've got West Brom. But then after that, they've also got Villa and Brighton as well, who are, who are, of course, picking up a lot of points at the minute. So there's very scary times ahead if you're a Newcastle fan, unfortunately. But will Steve Bruce be able to keep them out of it? I've mentioned a few times that when you think that he's pulled the last straw, he always seems to turn it around and sort things out. But uh, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. And it all depends, really, on whether Fulham can start picking up the points and narrowing the gap. Moving on over to Germany now. And Bayern Munich have been crowned world champions after defeating Mexican outfit Tigres by one goal to nil. Benjamin Pavard's goal was initially ruled out for an offside on Robert Lewandowski, but after consulting VAR, it was eventually given. Joshua Kimmich also had a goal ruled out by VAR earlier in that game, but fortunately for the German side, it wasn't needed. And that now makes it six trophies for Bayern Munich in just the past nine months alone. And that also means that manager Hans Flick now has more trophies in his time at the club than he has defeats. I mean, what an insane stat that is. And one last thing, just before I go, PSG have confirmed that Neymar will be ruled out for four weeks due to a slight hamstring injury, which does mean that he'll be missing PSG's first leg tie with his former side Barcelona in the Champions League. But it's also his sister's birthday soon, and we all know what happens each and every year around his sister's birthday. But I'll leave one that one for you to work out. That is all from me today, though. Thank you all very much for listening. Please let me know your thoughts and opinions on Twitter and Instagram at LTFootballPod. I'm also going to be doing a Game Week 24 preview over on the Total Screamers podcast, so don't forget to go over and check them out. Um, And I'll see you all here on Tuesday for another episode going through those games from Game Week 24. So stay tuned for that one. Take it easy. Have a good weekend. And I'll see you all soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply